This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloke Games. Their Survive This rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous, creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from superpowered menaces, the Survive This system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. <laughs> Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well, as I am, as the world is, bright day and all that. Whatever's going on in the world, things are happy in this corner. Sure he is. Well, well, well. I've got something to talk about today that (laughs) watching things and thinking about things as far as doing plot stuff for GMs it's funny because I just, I don't know, I, I wrote this note down yesterday and it's like I'm staring at it right now and it's like, wow, wow, I was so succinct. I'm not usually that way. But anyway, don't, GMs, don't lock up the plot. And that's what I wrote, don't lock up the plot. And what I mean is, don't write your adventure or prep your adventure in such a way where it excludes the player characters because that is very, very easy to happen. Hell, I've, ha- I've done it in my early days and this is why I like to keep things flexible. If you have a game, say, oh, I don't know, um, you've got a robbery plot somebody stole this idol from a village and you have to go and your players have to go get it. It's basically stealing back what somebody else, you know, what they, what they need, stealing it back. And you plot it out. You do your encounters. You do, you know, you've got everything, all, everything flows. It's all statted out. It's all this, that, and the other thing. You've got NPCs, you've got locations, you've got, everything in a bag of chips. But unfortunately you look at it and the, the pl- and the plot, the adventure is so tight. Where do the players come in? You've got these NPCs going with them and they're supposed to help them. The NPCs are supposed to help player characters, not be the game. And I've looked at things I've written before for a game and I look and I go, you know what? This thing runs itself. It should be a book. Don't write a book. Write an adventure. And that's the kind of thing you got to remember. 
when you make a, a game, when you make an adventure, you always have to keep the players in mind. Now, if it's a first adventure for a new group, you just leave little bits and pieces. You leave the pro what you do, you leave the problem and ignore the solution. That's a key to writing anything game related as far as I'm concerned. State the problem, forget the solution. You're not the one who's going to do who's going to solve the problem. They are. So, you've got to keep that in mind when you're when you're making your plot, when you're prepping your plot. If you got stuff that, in there that's so tough they never get through it. That's another thing. Making the, the adventure so tough that even, say, a 15th level party couldn't get through it. No, you got to back off a bit. you got to figure out some way. You've got to give, you got to leave it open. you gotta, you got to leave the back door open. Leave the back door open on the plot. More, more times than not, the players will find that back door and exploit it. But you cannot you cannot tighten a plot so tight that the players don't have anything to do. I've heard, I've seen firsthand where somebody, some game master gets up with a group of players who make characters and they don't get to do anything. All the NPCs do stuff or stuff happens outside of what they're going through. Oh yeah, well, the... The big monster was here, as you can see, it wrecked the town, but that happened last week. You're late, or whatever. Uh, the, the king already got his daughter back because some other knight rescued her from the big bad guy. You know, that, that kind of thing. And you don't want to do that. You really don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. And if you have, you know, you have these uber NPCs who tend to do anything and you're, and they're just, it, the characters cannot be support. That's what I'm saying. The characters cannot be support. Now, that's different from having a party who, where one character is the point guy or girl and everybody else is the support. And they're not really support because they get to do their own thing. It's a group effort. It is a group effort, but at the same time, there's nothing wrong with focusing on one player with everybody else helping out. Because as a game master, you got to make sure that these players too get to shine in their own way, in their own time. But if it's one person that kind of kicks off the plot and that, then you can, you, you can focus the adventure on the whole group. Now, maybe the group feels sorry for the guy and they help him. Or maybe, usually it's a case of one person gets the group involved in something. Or they can get mad at everything. You got us involved in this. And, but I think, you get, I think you get where I'm going on this. You should never lock up the plot so tight the players can't do anything. Can't really. Players want one. Two things. There are two things that players want. One is agency. We want to do whatever the heck we want. Two, they want to make a difference. They want to make a difference in that adventure. The bad guys would be so happy if the player characters weren't there. Then they can do their nefarious schemes, and then there'd be no problem. But no, those pesky player characters show up and ruin everything. That's how they make a difference. Hopefully for the better. Anyway, take that 
and I'm going to go start my day. So, until if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail and anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan Dorsey, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Suarez, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, John Allen Large, and Michael Tompkins. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And if you want to listen to something interesting, don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young Grognard Podcast. That's Y-U-N-G Grognard Podcast. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast. Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. And my friend Eric Tegar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.